Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Inside Job with your hosts, Jess and John. Welcome back, everybody, to The Inside Job. This is episode six. We are here with our friend David McMahon. He is the founder and CEO of Occupy, a dry eye company based right here in San Diego. David reached his or has received, I'm sure he reached it too while he was there, received <laughs> his master's degree in integrative nutrition and has over 25 years in medical device industry. David, my friend, welcome. What did I fail to mention in that little intro? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for the intro. Nice to be here with both of you. Um, that, yeah, I mean, those are the, the broad strokes. Uh, maybe a little bit about how I got into, you know, kind of the nutrition side of medical device. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in, you know, kind of hospital device for many years. And when I turned 40, my uh, cholesterol went pretty high um, and had some aches and pains and went to see my regular GP and he wanted to put me on, you know, uh, some drugs. And I said, no, I don't think so. And, uh, I had done a lot of clinical studies on, on devices and started doing my own research and came to find out there are natural supplements that really work, uh, for cholesterol and, uh, as anti-inflammatory. So, you know, been kind of a athlete my whole life and having all the creaks and aches and pains that we all have and uh, uh, discovered that a high level of good omega-3, and we'll talk about what that means, uh, really helped me and and helps a lot of people. So that's kind of how I got here. And then real quick, uh, discovered that eye health was a very um, powerful place and and has a real role uh, for nutrition and supplements. Okay, so knowing that, David, at what point did you realize, hey, I'm going to start a career based off of eye health? How did you start OcuSci? What were the steps you took to get there? Yeah, so uh, I was actually working for a startup med device company, and because of my interest in omega-3, I started independently importing uh, a very high-level omega-3 from Italy because it was the best I could find. And I started up a little company whereby I had some reps selling it directly to cardiologists um, for high triglycerides, for cholesterol. And that was going okay. And then uh, ophthalmologists and optometrists contacted uh, that company and started buying a lot of our product. Uh, And I eventually called one of them up and said, what are you doing with this? (laughs) And and they said, we're treating dry eye. And I said, okay, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) And that was, you know, 14 years ago. Uh, And then I went to some of the big um, conferences and it was exploding. I mean, the treatment of dry eye. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's how we started a company together uh, with a group of doctors. Interesting. It's funny you say about Italy because I was just discussing with a friend about how people in the Mediterranean they eat so much fish, and I feel mm-hmm. like they have way less issues with their overall health. Do you think there's a correlation there? Absolutely. I mean, Mediterranean diet is one of the diets. You right. Know, the blue zones, you know, yeah. here of the blue zones. Yep. Right. Uh, they live longer. They have less uh, chronic disease. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, David, we're happy to have you on the show, and today we will be discussing a plethora of topics, including dry eye, nutrient deficiencies impacting eye health, age-related macular degeneration, and your omega-3 supplements. Yeah, sounds great. So let's get straight into it. All right, David, first of all, why should we care about eye health? Well, uh, what I have learned in 11 years in the eye health space is uh, people like to see well. (laughs) That would be nice. (laughs) That's a good one. 
I concur, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting. But, I mean, all joking aside, people will limp around, right? Gee, my knee hurts. How long has it been hurting? Two years. The moment you've got blurry eyesight, you're going to see an eye doctor. Right. So it's a very important, um, you know, sense of ours, right? Um, so, and, and what's really nice about what we do is you can improve uh, your, eye, your eyesight if you have dry eye. And if you have macular degeneration, um, you can slow that down, and we can, we'll get into detail on that. But mm-hmm. and and the only way to do that is through nutrition. There really is nothing else for macular degeneration mm-hmm. or dry eye. There are a couple drugs that kind of work. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're saying this now because this information is digestible for everybody because most people have control of what they're putting into their bodies. Right. So I think today we're going to get some prime content and knowledge around dry eye and how to. Be preventative with our eye health right yep. and that's the whole problem we face nowadays is people don't take care of the preventative aspect of medicine right and that's why we have all this chronic disease so this is great and it's something i don't really know much about and i know john and i are both really excited to learn and yes. our listeners as well so moving from there what is the preventative medicine we have we, maintenance we can take care of for our eyes what can we do tell us the first steps yeah and just a just a backup one step there yeah, of course. It, it's you know it's really unfortunate that we in school you know i've got three kids that are in school mm-hmm. uh they're not learning this you know they're not learning uh what nutrition is and how to eat properly in fact their school lunches aren't even right. set up properly yeah, which just terrible. blows my mind um, but, you know, one question uh, when I speak to, um, you know, some of our, our, our doctors and our customers um, is, uh, you know, gee, well, let me, you know, let me run this omega-3 by my doctor. And, and I have 100% respect for doctors. But the question I then ask is, do you know how much uh, clinical training or how much education your doctor had in medical school? How much right. do you think it is? Like minimal, right? Zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's zero. <laughs> Concerning. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, you know, to, to expect your doctor to really be deep in omega-3, I'm not saying he or she couldn't be, mm-hmm. but it would have to be a personal interest or a focus. You know, have to be an integrative doctor, somebody who's really focused on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, as we were talking a little bit about earlier, uh, I think what could be really helpful for your audience and really everybody, and I wish we could somehow get this into school or something, is you know, omega three. You know, what is it? It's it's a it's a short chain fatty acid. Okay, it is anti-inflammatory. It is required uh, for your cell walls. I mean, it has so many important functions in your body, um, and over half of your audience is taking a fish oil. An omega-3 fish oil. And I think right there, people are probably already confused. You know, is fish oil omega-3? Um, partially. <laughs> you know, it depends how it's refined. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and one thing I, I like to really point out is there are two types of omega-3. Uh, and omega-3 is a component of fish oil. And the fish oil that we derive omega-3 from comes from the fat in the fish. It's the fat between the skin and actually the body of the fish. Okay. That's why the cold, the fish who live in the cold, mm. are usually the fattier fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, most have a higher omega-3 content. Um, so from there, there's different ways to derive that. 
And unfortunately, 99% of the fish oil that, that you see in the store, you know, I always say there's 100 brands of fish oil, 90, you know, 97 of them are an ethyl ester alcohol. Which is what? So, so think about that. Where is alcohol processed in your body? Liver. In your liver. So Jess probably remembers from her, from her training um, to be able to actually absorb omega-3, it has to be a triglyceride, right? So an ethyl ester alcohol is not. And so when you take ethyl ester alcohol fish, just like any other alcohol, it has to go to your liver, mm. get broken down, and then put onto a triglyceride to be able to be absorbed. So that process, you lose 60%. Wow. So if, I, if you take 300 milligrams of omega-3, you're netting 40% of that, 120. That is kind of the rub with, with fish oil that you can get in the supermarket, in the, in the drugstore. Um, so if and, we're reading that ingredient, mm-hmm. we know that that's not something we want to build. And is it normally like the first ingredient in there, or is it something that's like buried in there? So, so typically, is a great question, because and we were talking about this off, off mic also, the, uh, the label itself, um, so we are regulated um, by the FDA to some degree, but also the FCC is really who's over the label. Mm-hmm. And so we are required, uh, there's a supplement label that I'm sure you're familiar with, one right here. Um, And what it says, it'll say uh, fish oil content. uh, And that typically is a gram. So it's a one gram pill. And then further on down, it'll say omega-3. And in a standard, you know, uh, drugstore fish oil, Mm -hmm. it'll be 300 milligrams. And then it'll say EPA and DHA, which are the two subcomponents that really have the biggest effect. And that'll typically be 200. So it, you can see how people are confused. Right. Well, I take, a, I take a one gram fish oil pill every day. Uh-huh. You do? Okay, well, how much omega-3 do you get? Well, 1,000. No. You start with 300, your body nets 120 milligrams. Mm-hmm. So, so a, a functional dose of omega-3 for dry eye is 2 grams. Okay. So that's 18 pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 18 one gram pills from the supermarket. Wow. Yeah. Burpee breath, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, that, therein lies the issue. You know, most people taking one, I tell them don't bother. That's really not yeah. going to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to take five, you're maybe doing something. But that's why you have to look at something like ours, which is a triglyceride, and that is absorbed 100%. Because it doesn't need the It doesn't need to be broken down. It goes right, right through the brush border in your in your intestine mm-hmm. right into your bloodstream mm-hmm. so it's right in there and so if your label says 600 milligrams omega-3 that's what you're absorbing yeah on a triglyceride but there are literally four brands in the united states and they cost you know three times more four times more than the supermarket stuff because it's a much more difficult process right okay so outside of supplementation mm-hmm. in terms of attaining the you know, optimum levels of <clears throat> omega-3. We can look for fatty fishes like the mackerel. Salmon. Salmon, anchovies, mm-hmm. sure. sardines. Yes. Other things. Oh, uh, what about cod liver oil? Cod liver oil, I mean, that's the other thing. People ask me, well, you know, gee, salmon oil is better than <clears throat> cod liver oil. No, not necessarily. It's the way it's processed. Right, okay. So, you know, you could, you could get omega-3 out of a catfish 
you probably need 50 pounds of catfish to make, you know, one bottle of our stuff because it's, <laughs> right. it's not fatty, right? It lives in a warm river in Mississippi, so it doesn't have much omega-3 in it. Uh, but it, it really depends on the processing. So, uh, unfortunately, supplements in the United States, we were talking about Italy, supplements in the United States do not have requirements for purity, for potency, uh, for contaminants. I mean, there really is, it's shocking. Mm -hmm. Coming from me, coming from medical device where we're all FDA, you know, managed um, and certified. When I started importing product from Italy, uh, we made a label and, you know, the FDA said, what is it? And we said, it's fish oil. And they go, okay. That was easy it. Yes. Okay. Like, Too easy. You know, and we had all the testing, you know, because in Europe, here's a, another tip for your audience. Europe and Canada requires lot testing, contaminant testing. It has to be a certain purity, um, mm-hmm. like a drug. And, you know, why we don't do that, I have my, I have my theories. But, right. uh, you know, so if you're looking for a certain type of supplement, getting a Canadian or European brand is a safe way to go. That is a really good, that's a really great tip, David. Thank you for that. All right, so in terms of risk factors that we can alter with our lifestyle changes, you know, smoking, diet, et cetera, can you go over some of those? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, obviously general health, right? I mean, you talked about uh, being able to be preventative, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. diabetes or, or diabetes is really the thing that's you know, hurting diabetes. diabetes. Heard of that. So that's diabetes and obesity. obesity. And if yeah. you look at those two curves, they run together, mm-hmm. you know, for right. the whole Western world. It's right. not just the U.S. anymore. It's the whole Western world. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, reducing your carbs, right? Reducing um, those pro-inflammatory things that you're consuming. So we talked a little bit about omega-3. Omega-6 is the other omega and there's some really good data that we've known for a long time. You may have heard, um, you know, live like an Eskimo, basically. Yeah. So Eskimos from, you know, and, and all omega-3 stuff came from Greenland, actually, the Greenland Eskimos. Mm. And, you know, they eat whale blubber and, and um, seals. Well, guess what? Water's real cold, lots of fat, lots of omega-3. So their ratio of omega-6, which comes from animal fats, um, fried foods, things like that. Uh, anything processed is loaded with omega-6. Their levels are more like uh, four to one omega-6 to omega-3, okay? I'm scared to hear what it is here. The U.S., about 20 to one, oh, wow. 20 to one. And here's- Five, okay. Yeah, five fivefold, yeah. Yep. So here's the problem. Omega-6 and omega-3 compete for the same pathways in your body. Mm-hmm. So the more you consume of omega-6, it blocks out the omega-3, and the omega-6 is pro-inflammatory, which we need a little bit. When you get cut, right, your body, you see an inflammatory response. Mm -hmm. You need that to heal. The problem is when you have 10 times more than you're supposed to have, your body is in a pro-inflammatory state all the time. And that's what you're seeing with all these, you know, sorts of diseases. Um, so, uh, so eating less omega six, mm-hmm. more omega three. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And I think kind of where you were going was, well, gee, can't you just eat salmon every day? You could, um, here's, but here's, here's an issue, right? So 
I love salmon. I, I don't know if you. Yeah, I love salmon. I know Danielle, my wife, hates it because I cook it every night for her. <laughs> yeah, John, switch right? it up, buddy. <laughs> I know. We have to add another. Okay, fish. so here's a question for you Are you getting wild caught salmon? Yes. Okay, so you're getting wild caught salmon. That didn't sound like a good well, guess. I had to think John. about it. I, no, like most of the time it's the wild caught stuff, but occasionally. Well, you'll know because I'll get like some fatty, it's pale $30 color. a pound, right? And Why? the color is way different, too. The color's way different. Yeah. So the farmed salmon. So here's the issue. Here's the rub. And I know, I know you say you're eating wild. I'll, I'll be impressed if you're eating that every day. That's uh, not every day. I yeah, like yeah. the steak. Yeah. Maybe Danielle gets it. But um, here, here's the rub. So, uh, what has more omega six? A farm-raised salmon, or a uh, piece of steak? Well, I'm guessing the farm-raised with that. That, <laughs> that set up. <laughs> yeah. Ah, shoot. The tonal yeah. cues. They're they're about the same. Okay. Because what do farm-raised salmon eat? Corn yeah, and grain. Right. What does a cow eat mostly? Corn and grain. Right. So they're almost consuming the same thing. So the difference between a farm-raised salmon and a wild salmon is huge, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of the omega-3, omega-6. So that's it's tricky. It's tricky for people. The other issue is those fatty fish that we like salmon uh you know probably the the mackerel and the sardines i don't know who's eating those every day but um they're good fatty fish the bigger salmon have high you know heavy metals mm. and there's pretty much all oceans are pretty much contaminated and there's kind of no way to get away from it so mm. you really can't eat sushi and salmon every day i mean you will you will become poisoned um with heavy metals Interesting. <laughs> yeah. What heavy metals are we talking about, David? We're talking like about Metallica mercury or like Megadeth. I or... mean, <laughs> oh <my> come on. <laughs> He's a rock star. <laughs> I really hope you all aren't laughing at that because that is not funny. It's hilarious. That was a that was a Sorry. good reach. I like that one. Okay, I'm trying. Yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> well, there, there's mercury. You know, things you've heard of, but the other one maybe you haven't heard of is plasticizer. Mm-mm. So all the all the world's oceans, uh, because once plastic goes in the ocean, it, it slowly, slowly, slowly breaks down. Uh, we're talking, you know, hundreds, thousands of years. So, uh, and the the larger fish consume that, right? Because they're it's up, goes up the food chain. So it's you definitely want to eat fish. Fish is great, um, but you got to be careful eating the the apex predator type fish a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you can mix in, um, you know, some of those other fish. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a great piece of advice. And in terms of the other risk factors like UV blue light, talk to us about oh, yeah. that. So macular degeneration. Let's kind of switch yeah, switch perfect. over to that. Would okay, good. Sorry, Dave. I was gonna ask if dry eye would fall into that, or is that these are two separate deals? Because I don't know if we yeah. talked exactly what dry eye. We really didn't. Okay. So you wanna kind of yeah, jump back? Yeah, yeah, let's finish on that. Like, yeah. What is this? Well, I know because probably twenty percent of your audience has dry eye. Mm-hmm. So dry eye used to be, they used to call it uh, the female, you know, 40 to plus um, because of hormonal changes and mm-hmm. things like that. Now uh, eye doctors are seeing teenagers with dry eye because of screen time. Screen time. Mm-hmm. When you stare at your screen, you blink 60% less than average than, wow. you, than, you, than when you're not staring at your screen. When you blink less, you actually you lose the ability to blink properly. And when you don't blink properly, you don't exercise these glands and you don't uh, express the oils onto your eyes. And pretty soon you're no longer, exactly, pretty soon you're no longer putting oils on top of your eyes. So really 85% of dry eye, so dry eye is when you're in Vegas 
and you walk outside. Jess can tell us about that. <laughs> when you walk outside, and all of a sudden you're like, that dry desert wind is just yeah. sucking the you know tears off your eyes, and you're blinking. Yeah. Um, and then it's scratchy, feels like sand in your eyes, mm-hmm. and it can get really bad. Uh, people with bad dry eye can't read past one o'clock in in the daytime mm. because. Um, their vision gets so blurred because their their tears don't stay in place. So really, what it is, it's evaporation. It's evaporative dry eye. That's the that's eighty five percent of all dry eye. Okay. So what you need to do is get those oil glands called the meibomian glands in your lids. You have thirty six of them total. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to get those working better, and the omega three helps with that. Absolutely. So clinically proven, um, just to kind of bring that back around. That is the number one uh, go-to for eye doctors for dry eye is, okay. is fish oil. And a, and a high two grams a day of, of triglyceride omega-3, of the good stuff. And then yeah. back to that UV blue light. Mm-hmm. If like So these phones have like night mode or orange mode and you have like blue blockers or these yes. lenses. Does that help? Yeah. Does that matter? Yeah. Yeah, it does because the filter, so UV blue light. So let's just, let's just go step back to what is macular degeneration. Yes. Okay. So the macula is the center of the retina, right? So the, the color uh, in there uh, is your protection of the cones and rods that are in your retina. So in, in the center of my eye, that's my protection. Mm-hmm. UV light wears away that layer. So it's uh, called macular pigment density. And they actually can measure it. Your eye doctor can actually measure how thick is your macula. And the more exposure you get to UV blue light, um, smoking, fried foods, so kind of free radicals um, attacks it. It thins, and as it thins, it starts to let UV light through, and that starts to kill mm. uh, the cones and rods in there. Mm, so then you lose central vision. So people with macular degeneration can no longer see straight ahead. They can only see peripherally and eventually can't see. Mm. So, so mm. smoking question. So internally, but like, like secondhand smoke, for example. Could that play into that? Or this is more something that we're ingesting through our body? I, I believe, I don't know that secondhand smoke has ever really been proven to do that. It's, mm-hmm. it's more of the free radicals okay. um, your that body. you're causing in your body. Because fried food is another big one, um, along with genetic risk factors. If mm-hmm. your parents have it, you're at a higher risk of, of getting it. So what, you, what you're trying to do, so you asked, John, about the filters and all those things. Absolutely. Because yeah. those take out, there's a specific wavelength that they know is most uh, guilty of wearing away that that macula. So those filters absolutely work. So you definitely should use them, mm-hmm. um, and make sure you've got good sunglasses um, with UV protection okay. uh, outside. Yeah. So like polarized or just anything UV? No, just UV. Just yeah. UV protection. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So what other nutrients other than the omega three should we be consuming for our eye health? Yeah. So, you know. As we were talking about a little bit off mic as well, you know, there are, first of all, nutritional clinical studies are very difficult to do, right? You you basically, a lot of them are relying on self-reporting if we don't have good blood tests. And then how do you control the subjects? You know, so they're notoriously hard to do. Um, The nice thing about eye health is there have been tremendously well done studies that have 
you know, bulletproof, statistically significant. So macular degeneration, for instance, the NIH uh, did a study. Don't quote me on this, but I, it's somewhere between five and seven thousand um, participants mm-hmm. over a number of years. It's called AREDS is the is the name of the study, and they showed a thirty percent decrease in uh, the progression of your macular degeneration if you take a specific combination of vitamins and minerals. It's the only thing in you know that we've ever found that can slow it down. Mm-hmm. And in fact, then they did a second study and kind of titrated the, the uh, minerals a little bit more and, and re, uh, refined it a little bit more. But it is, you know, the absolute gold standard of, of treatment for macular degeneration. So the silver bullet for your macula is lutein. Okay, so lutein is an antioxidant and it's found in, you know, colored vegetables uh, leafy vegetables, so the things we all love to eat, like kale. Oh, <laughs> John loves yeah. to eat kale. I do. I put it in my smoothie. Do you? Okay, that's great. But but here's the issue: uh, is you have to eat a bowl of kale mm-hmm. to get 20 milligrams or uh, of lutein a day, mm-hmm. um, which is a really good dose. So it's very, very difficult to eat your way to these antioxidants. Okay. I mean, I would say impossible. You're not going to eat a bowl of kale every day. No. Maybe you are. I'm no, not. not. Unless yeah. it's got like strawberries and walnuts and like some blue cheese. Yeah. Blue cheese. <laughs> no, no. that's Blue a little, cheese salad guy. That's a little light on... Uh, yeah. On lutein. So I was just going <laughs> to say, so, you know, we know because they do these excellent dietary studies of the U.S. population. So... Mm-hmm. Um, on lutein, our average consumption uh, is one or two a day. Uh, one or two one, milligrams, sorry. One, one or two, two milligrams. milligrams. And yeah. what you really need is 10. That's kind of your base level to uh, improve that macula thickness that we were talking about, the density of your macula. Right. It actually improves. So think of it as sunscreen. You've got sunscreen over your retina. And you were in the water for three hours, you, you know, you got to reapply to get that thicker. Mm-hmm. That's what lutein is doing for you. Mm-hmm. So lutein and zeaxanthin are the two kind of silver bullets of your macula. Um, so what I suggest to people, John, you mentioned, I hope I'm not talking out of school, when you said, you know, you have some macular degeneration in your family. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was a question from my mom. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. So okay. um, or we can just jump to it right now. Yeah. So your mom has macular degeneration. Mm-hmm. So she should be taking the AREDS2 formula. Mm-hmm. Like, no question. That mm-hmm. is the formula she needs. And uh, there are... AREDS2. AREDS2. Okay. Yeah. And there are many, you know, there's probably eight of them on the market. Uh, we have one that also includes omega-3 in it. We're the only one, actually, that has the, the, our excellent omega-3 in it. And that has clinical data as well to improve your macula. Mm-hmm. So uh, AREDS2. Now, if you have risk factors, so you, you now have, you're a very healthy guy. You don't smoke, as far as I know. Yep. And, um, you know, I would not recommend, I get this question all the time, I would not recommend that you take AREDS2 mm-hmm. because it has a high level of minerals um, mm-hmm. that if you don't have macular degeneration, I probably would not want to take that. Mm-hmm. But what you should take is lutein, uh, okay. lutein zeaxanthin. You know, that will that'll get you, uh, you know, that will improve your macula so, to help reduce, uh, slow that progression down. 
if you even have it. Yeah, so like, yeah. how would I know I'm starting to develop this? Other than seeing an optometrist, is this something all of a sudden my vision starts going out? Yeah, there aren't, there aren't, as far as I know, there aren't blood markers for it. There, mm-hmm. there aren't, um, you know, maybe they're starting to, they know there's a genetic component to it, but I don't mm-hmm. believe you can do a 23andMe and they say, oh no, you've, you know, you're, you're going to get it. I don't believe right. that exists right now. Okay. But it would be, you would start to see some, uh, blurry vision, or hopefully before that, um, if you go to your optometrist, they can uh, they can do tests on you, and and they will find there are mm-hmm. things they can see in there that are uh, indicative of something you know coming. Okay. So that'd be the way to do it. get your right. you know get your eye checkup. That's what they should be looking for. And David, yeah. can you go over the so these carotenoids, these lutein, and what was mm-hmm. the second one? Zeaxanthin. What is it just to Go back. What is a carotenoid exactly? What is the function of that? So a carotenoid. Sorry, carotenoid. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, that's carotenoid. Okay. What yeah, is yeah, a yeah, carotenoid? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could just you could just think of it. Um, it's it's a super antioxidant. Okay, which there are many. Mm-hmm. Um, but so and what antioxidants do is they soak up free radicals. Right. So you probably remember a free radical. <clears throat> your body is creating. So first of all, you can consume free radicals. Fried food. Mm-hmm. has a lot of free, free radicals in it. Mm-hmm. And what that is, it's, it's, a, it's an unpaired electron that just uh, is, is hyper, you, know, you can think of it as hyperactive inside your system, and it's, it's uh, killing off cells in your body. That's, that's what a free radical is doing. Okay. So an antioxidant actually pairs with that uh, single oxygen mm-hmm. and takes it away from, uh, it's now paired and it's, it's no longer hyper. Mm-hmm. So when you think about antioxidants, that's what you're doing. Is your and so you are creating free radicals in your body. Your your biochemical processes are creating free radicals all the time in your body. That's why you have to consume carotenoids and other super antioxidants to soak up those free radicals. But but the beauty of the carotenoids is that they target your eye. So mm-hmm. lutein, um, and I'm not sure we really understand this mechanism, but they target uh, your retina. So when you consume lutein, it actually works its way to your retina. Yeah, mm. it's, it's pretty impressive. Looks. And, and yeah. like I said, they can actually track the pigment density of your macula, mm. which is pretty cool. There aren't a lot of things where you can measure them just like that, you know, mm. especially nutrition because it's difficult. Um, so, yeah, uh, you, you want to consume as much. I mean, eating leafy green vegetables, colored vegetables, they're all loaded with antioxidants, mm-hmm. right? But it's just right. it's just hard to consume your way there right. with lutein and zeaxanthin. Mm-hmm. There just really is, yeah. Beautiful. Any nutrients we forgot other than omega-3s and carotenoids? So, <laughs> I mean, for, for eye health, I mean, of course, it, the reason I, yeah, the reason I kind of focus uh, oh, uh, vitamin D, are we, was that my hint? <laughs> but vitamin D, uh, so vitamin D is not necessarily uh, a, a vision health, um, you know, specific, but it's very, very important, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's the one vitamin that's almost like a hormone. It's involved in hundreds of reactions right. in your body. Um, and the U.S. and really the Western world is you know 50 percent of us are deficient in vitamin d3 mm-hmm. here's a here's a little uh i was telling you earlier when i present to groups i always do like a you know raise your hand if you know and let's try, play try to stump them yeah so <laughs> so right, okay so who who has higher vitamin d levels nurses in hawaii or nurses in minnesota nurses mm-hmm. in hawaii 
Why? Because they have more sun exposure. Right. That yes. That's... John, I'm smart, you're not. I thought he was like trying to trick me. I'm like, what's <laughs> now, the catch here? <laughs> now, I'm sorry. When I said right, I meant right. You do get vitamin D from the sun. Now, mm. I'm sure you know some nurses. Probably the fresh fruits, maybe. Though. How? So, the only, way, the only way that you can make vitamin D is exposure from 12 to 2. 12 noon to 2 o'clock. Because the rays have to be at a steep angle mm-hmm. to actually create the reaction in your skin. Mm. So if you know nurses, how much time do they spend in the sun from 12 to 2? Even in Hawaii. They don't. They don't. Correct. So their vitamin D levels are the same. Because oh. they're inside. <laughs> they're mostly inside. Here. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's... that's you sneaky bastard. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Earmuffs, kids. <laughs> That that's the fallacy of well, gee, I live in California, you know, yeah. and and I mean, I'm looking at John; he's pretty tan, and I just spent three days in the beach, so I'm, I'm I definitely got my vitamin D, yep. but I'm also Irish, and I'm scared of the sun, so I'm like Same. trying to, right. I'm wearing hats and doing everything I can. Yeah. So again, sun is a great way to make your vitamin D three, um, and you, but you need, I mean, you really need it. 20 minutes to a half an hour with half of your body exposed mm. between 12 and 2. So literally, I would have to go out at 12 o'clock, take off my shirt, and sit in the sun for half an hour, which I would then be red yeah. and probably not too happy about that. Right. So supplementation is a really good way to go for, for vitamin D3 because mm-hmm. it, it's also one that's hard <clears throat> excuse me, to get enough um, out of your diet. What was it recommended? 15, uh, 1,500, 1,000 to 1,500 IUs a mm-hmm. day is your mm-hmm. vitamin D3 recommendation. Okay. Average American is somewhere in the you know, 300 to 400 um, of, of consumption a day. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's through fortified milk and bread. And I don't know about you, but I don't eat bread at all, and I hardly eat, <laughs> drink milk. So you know, I'm really not getting vitamin D3. Oh, I love milk. bread, but no milk. Yeah. Now, how about the vitamin D3? Is it the same? Does that fall under some of these same, you know, how it's processed, and is one better than the other? And so, um, th- that's a that's a great question. And you know, most vitamin Ds are the same mm-hmm. because. Um, it's a uh, lipid soluble vitamin mm-hmm. so you can actually absorb it directly mm-hmm. you know a d e and k are the ADEC. Uh, yeah adec yeah. mm. that's right are the ones that you can absorb directly so you know you probably know if you take a vitamin b12 you know which is also very important mm-hmm. but it's water soluble and you max out Mm-hmm. So when you the way those vitamins are absorbed, they have carrier you know proteins that allow them to be absorbed, but they max out. So there's only so much you can absorb at one time. Mm-hmm. So when you take a daily vitamin, you pee that bright yellow. That's a lot of those water soluble, mm-hmm. you know, especially B12 that you're peeing out because you can't absorb it all. Right. And David, this good, gives good leeway into the next topic. Since B12 made me think of people who have a vegetarian, vegan diet who mm-hmm. don't typically receive B12 naturally. Yeah. Mm. So with supplementation, so how, in terms of omega-3, how do we attain that from a vegetarian or vegan diet? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. It's another one I've gotten a lot. So there, there is some, there is some uh, new technology in that space that I think is really great for vegetarians. Because here, here's another one, you know, I ask people is, um, so they say, well, you know, I... I you know, I eat flax uh, mm-hmm. and walnuts. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, okay, that's great. How, how <laughs> that's much? That's cool. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> how much? I love flax, by the way. I don't I like too. walnuts, but I love flax. 
Um, you know, how much flax do you eat a day? You know, oh, I put it in my smoothie. You know, mm -hmm. you need a bowl of flaxseed. Mm -hmm. uh, and the and the problem is there there is quite a bit of omega three in there, but it's a different form of omega three, and it doesn't convert in your body. Mm. So the conversion, if I take 300 milligrams of marine sourced omega-3, um, it converts really well in your body, triglyceride, right? Right. Um, flax, it's, it's something like a 0.5. So if I take 100 milligrams, yeah, I'm not even getting one milligram. Mm. Um, so it's just the way that your body processes it. So every... Um, so there is, a, there is a, there are some good alternatives, but I was just going to say every World Health Organization in every country recommends marine-based omega-3 if you can. Right. Mm -hmm. If not, but here's some good news for vegetarians. Um, algae, right? So algae is the source of most fish, right? Eventually up the mm -hmm. chain, right? right? So there are now algae-derived omega-3s that are much more potent than anything before it for, for vegetarians. So go find an algae-based omega-3, and that will absorb uh, more like a marine-based omega-3. There's a few of them out. I mean, I guess that makes sense, too, when you think about it, right? Because these small fish like the anchovies and the sardines mm -hmm. are probably are bottom yes. feeders, I'm assuming? Well, they're, they're getting algae. Some of them live on algae. Right. They're eating algae. They're eating algae. And they're a good source of omega-3s, and since you are what you eat... They're at the bottom of the chain. Algae's mm -hmm. a good source yeah, yeah. of omega-3. Ab absolutely. Yeah. It could be. How do I buy algae? So, well, I don't know that eating algae, although they do sell algae now, right? I, I actually don't know what the content of algae is, but I do know that there are companies processing the algae. Okay. And they are still taking, it's, it's a ton of algae to get down to some, you know, potent omega-3. So I wouldn't say don't eat algae, but I would say if you want to get your omega-3 levels up, look for a supplement that's algae-based. Okay. And I know a couple of them are out of Israel. Um, that are, you know, very good quality. So that, I'll stick to the marine stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, if you can. Yeah. David, I want to know more about, so like your product here. Mm -hmm. um, so how how is this sourced? Why is yours different? Yeah. How no. does this great, come, great. To come to be? Great question. So for a long time, I think I was, I was telling you guys, I started importing omega-3 from Italy mm -hmm. because it was the highest quality, highest potency I could find. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, that was not a lot of fun. Um, I love the Italians. I love Italy. Um, they take many months off in the summer. Uh -huh. um, getting things shipped to me was not great. Okay. And then U.S. Customs would just randomly stop it mm -hmm. whenever they felt like it and okay. inspect it for two months. So it was a real pain. So, But I'm committed to only um, providing the highest quality you know, tested like a drug. So mm -hmm. I want lot testing. I want contaminant testing. I want proof of purity. Mm -hmm. And so uh, from the Italians, I went to the Germans. So I started importing from Germany. Mm -hmm. Better, but still not great. Mm -hmm. uh, and about five years ago, I always wanted to get Alaskan sourced omega-3. Okay. Um, and they never had the quality or the purity that I wanted because we're we're getting 90% potent omega-3. So it's the highest level that you can, that is manufactured. And it's a very difficult manufacturing process and mm -hmm. no one in the States really had the technology. It all came out of Norway and Germany. Okay, why Alaskan? Just because it's colder weather, um, water? They, I have a, I have a, uh, a love for Alaska, number okay. one. <laughs> Um, they have excellent fisheries, mm -hmm. you know, that are uh, 
manageably sustained. Um, they don't do any uh, farming in Alaska. It's banned. Oh. There are no fish farms in Alaska. Interesting. I didn't know that. Only wild caught. Yep. Okay. And I love Alaska. I try to get up there and ski every year. I definitely go there fishing. And so I, I, I want to support them, but also I know that they are serious yeah. about If you've ever fished up there, you know they're serious about their limits and the sustainability. Mm-hmm. So finally, this company um, decided to compete you know, with the Europeans. And it's amazing. They, they have their own fishing fleet. And they fish uh, in a in the most sustainable fishery, you know, kind of in the world. Mm-hmm. They catch uh, these are Alaskan pollock, so not a fish that you're n- normally eating. Um, you can't outfish it. Basically, there's okay. tons of them. Okay, uh, oily fish, cold water, and they process the fish on the boat mm-hmm. and deep freeze it onto a train car that's on the boat. The boat lands, the train car rolls off and rolls to Ohio, and they process uh, the fish into high, high purity fish oil. There's nothing else like that in the United States. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So the European stuff, they catch the fish all over the world. Mm -hmm. They're shipping it to Germany. They process it. They ship it to the United States. Um, So I really like this. I know where my fish is coming from. Right. And and on top of that, they have adopted the European – um, testing standards for this fish oil that we use. Mm-hmm. So we can sell anywhere in the world. 99% of fish oils in the United States can't be sold in any other country because it mm-hmm. doesn't have the testing and the purity. So we're registered in Canada. We can sell there. And if we wanted to, we could sell in Europe as well. Mm. So David, what I got from all of that is <laughs> yeah. that your supplement is the best in the world, essentially, on, in, I, on the market. I mean, one of them. I, I would tell you that that is the highest purity, high, most highly tested omega-3 that you can find. Beautiful. There is nothing else, yeah, higher than that. Yep. Wow. And you've put the work into in the research to ensure that's, yeah. that's so. Yeah. All right. Last question, I think, to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Is there such thing as too much omega-3 or too much fish oil in your diet well sourced yeah good good question um there is no they do rate vitamins minerals supplements on a uh, maximum intake you know Uh, so for instance vitamin d you don't want to overdo vitamin d they have found problems uh for people so Mm -hmm. kind of five thousand i use is probably you know Mm -hmm. the limit for that Mm -hmm. omega-3 there is no upper intake so, for instance, um, it's good for business. Bipo- <laughs> it's good, it is good for business. Um, bipolar disease, ten thousand uh, milligrams a day for bipolar disease. Wow. Uh, ADD, high levels. So, because um, this crosses the blood-brain barrier, mm-hmm. um, and it has been shown to you know help brain function um, for people with those sorts of disorders. So, you know, most people don't need that. Two grams is is a really good number, two grams. Um, and one thing we didn't cover, if I can get in real quick. Yeah. So um, rheumatoid arthritis, any kind of arthritis. Um, two grams of omega-3 clinically shown to improve rheumatoid arthritis. There are not good drugs for rheumatoid arthritis. And, oh. and the ones that are there mostly have some pretty nasty side effects. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and for those who don't really know what RA is, it's just inflammatory. It's an autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. right? So it's not it's not the. I mean, it is. It does. It attacks your joints, yeah. um, but it's not the G an old football injury. My knee hurts. Right. Right. That's you know you're lacking cartilage. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a you know a mechanical. Mm-hmm. This is an autoimmune where your body right. is actually attacking uh, your own joints, and it's it's nasty. Uh, and omega-3 can help with that. And, and actually, I just, because I wanted to see what was out there, I just did some, just did a brief look this morning just to make what was, you know, what was newest out there. And, and there are some meta, meta studies and some other things out there from 2020 that confirm, you know, that, that uh, omega-3 does uh, impact RA, rheumatoid arthritis. Right. Drawing on what you said before about overall brain health and cognitive function, Mm -hmm. it's interesting you say that because I was just in Vegas this past weekend, and between the combination of eating a lot of processed and fatty foods, not getting any sun, right? (laughs) My brain, I have brain fog. Yeah, brain fog. And these things, it's not coincidental. Yeah. Right? Right. Not having omega-3s in my diet, having a way higher ratio of omega-6 to omega-3. Yeah. Maybe Makes, la- maybe lack of sleep, maybe a little bit. Of, lack of sleep, lack of sun, <laughs> lack of Dehydrated. <laughs> we could go on. It's Vegas, baby. That's for another um, Not the Inside Job podcast. But yes, they, these things all contribute, right? And we can yeah. probably feel when we go through weeks or months when we're not eating enough seafood. I definitely have months where I don't eat as much. And yeah. it's something to pay attention to. And knowing yeah. that we can source really high quality fish now that we know what we're looking for mm-hmm. in supplements as well if yeah. you know we can't attain that in our actual diet yep. essential yeah and just one other thing we talked about off mic mm-hmm. you know there is a blood test for omega-3 mm-hmm. right so if you're out there wondering uh gee you know how do i know gee i eat a lot of fish i'm yeah. sure my omega-3 i can assure you that it's not your your levels will not be that high um, but they're about $100. They're out there. They're a finger stick. Mm-hmm. They're easy to take. And you get this really nice omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, omega-3. It's, it's, I would say it's one of the most important things you could actually do for your own health mm-hmm. um, because there is absolute proof that if you can get your omega-6 to omega-3 ratio down to 4 to 1, which is kind of the ideal, get this number. You reduce your risk of death by heart attack by 90%. Wow. 90%. That's published in New England Journal of uh, Medicine. Hmm. That's a huge stat, David. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I like that Oof, one. That's yeah. a really good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, David, we have one last question we want to ask you. <laughs> and this is our question that we're going to ask all of our, our interviews here. Um, how do you live zesty? And we define the zesty as like this <laughs> spice for life right. and, and this excitement, waking up and being fired up for the day. Yeah. And, so how do you live this? What a day? great question, by the way. Um, you know, I, I'm 51, mm-hmm. and uh, I try to continue to do things that are uh, challenging mm-hmm. and, you know, out of my comfort zone, and I like to learn. So I think you gotta, you got to stay curious. Yeah. You know, we were, we were talking, I, I just, uh, to, to, uh, to many people's disappointment, I just started uh, singing in a garage rock band. <laughs> You know, six months ago, something I've never done. I love Uh, CEO and rock star. (laughs) So I think you just got to keep and, and, you know, fuel your passions. We were talking, I love Mm -hmm. to ski. We were talking about skiing. You know, I'm fired up already and I'm probably two months from my first trip. So, um, so yeah, I think that's the key. I think you got to, you got to, like, I love that term though. It's a great one. Yeah. That's, uh, it's fun. It's good stuff. I love it. And I just bought a new outfit for skiing. Oh, yeah, so a onesie? A onesie? <laughs> it's a bib. Yeah. Uh, you know, Powder suit? 686. You know, I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I had to drop them on there. Um, 
But anyways, um, hey, so David, we need to know, how do we find you? How do we get this product? Where can uh, our listeners get yeah. in touch with you if they have questions? How do sure. We yeah. yeah, so um, you can reach us at uh, Occusi. Uh, dot com o c u s c i dot com mm-hmm. uh, or so that's kind of our corporate site. What is dry dot com is a plethora of education on there. Mm-hmm. We have we do have a, a product you know store on there as well. Um, the product that I'd recommend for the consumers is Dry Eye Complete is is the name of our product. It's sold on Amazon as well, um, been for many years, so you can you can buy it there. But uh, yeah, either one of those websites, you'll you'll find us. Nice, and we'll have your information as well in our uh, show notes for this podcast. So, and if you're having a hard time finding any of that, please reach out to us directly, and we'll be happy to get in touch with David for you. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us today. Uh, I definitely learned a lot, uh, for sure. Yes, thank you, David. And Great. we would appreciate if you clicked any subscription buttons and uh, checked us out and liked us and, and helped support the Inside Job. So thanks very much, guys. And thank we'll you. see you next time. Stay zesty. Bye.